It's the first Friday of the month, and you know what that means, Ryan. Another assortment of ICE raids have been conducted across five states here in the U.S. That's right, Monica. Though the raids are still going on, it's only noon here in the nation's capital. The current count of illegals is just about 300. Compared to previous months, these numbers are rather low. We saw this dip in detainment start four months ago in November, which means this can be seen as a success that these raids are paying off. Fewer and fewer illegals are draining the resources of our country. Sadly, reports have come in making this truth twofold. Yes, we are starting to weed out unwanteds, but these numbers are still far below the predicted amount. It is suspected by Homeland Security, ICE, and other federal and national investigative divisions that old underground railroad houses are being used yet again to discreetly transport runaways. Here's what our beloved president had to say about it. It has been brought to my attention that there are traitors among you, my dear citizens. During today's raids, a house of previously law-abiding citizens was searched after troubling reports from neighbors saying illegals had been seen entering and exiting their property. When the house was searched, a hidden room was discovered, and in it were two families of criminals, illegals. How could our neighbors, our friends, our families turn their backs on the morals of this country, the very fabric on which it was founded? These traitors have been sent to our top realignment centers to be re-instructed on the ways and beliefs of our great nation. This is a warning to any of you harboring these criminals. Anyone who has any information about this neo-underground railroad, please call the hotline on your screen. You will be rewarded greatly for your dedication to this country. There you have it, folks. If you have any information, call the hotline. Or call if you have any insight on the runaway rebels. They were last seen in Alabama driving a white van. A team of well-trained professionals attempted to detain these rebels using the Armed Defense Act. The van and their equipment was heavily damaged. We don't suspect they got very far. Hello. Can you hear me? A little to the left, Greg. Better. Better? Nope. No. Go back. Stop. <sighs> right there is as good as we're going to get, I think. Hey there, Rebels. I hope you can hear me all right. It's been a rough couple of weeks here on the road for us. You could say that again. After being shot at by those whack jobs, our van and all of our equipment took a beating. It was able to hold out for quite a while, though. I have no idea how. We've been broken down and stranded since. Greg and I have been working nonstop to get it back up and running. I suspect he's a bit over it. Yeah, that and the constant fighting. Valentine isn't liking our current situation much either. And has been taking out her frustration on poor Greg here. Mm-hmm. She's just got cabin fever. She's eager to be back on the road and moving. We all are. Ugh, you know I can hear you guys, right? 
Can we please get on with the show? I don't think our audience cares about our fighting. You're the only one who's fighting. Then why are you actively contradicting me for no reason? I thought it was only fair to keep things honest for our listeners. Honest? <laughs> okay, you want to talk about honest, MC? Guys, guys, can you two stop? We have a show to do. Whatever. I'm on my way to the location. I'll tap in when I get there. Don't do something stupid. Guess we'll get this show on the road then. <laughs> it's still a terrible joke, and it doesn't even make sense this time. Our van is broken. Details, details. You're listening to RNF, the Rebel Network Frequency, coming to you from an old abandoned roadside motel. I'm your host, MC. Refugee camps, containment camps, deportation camps, concentration camps. Whatever you want to call the current stations at the southern border is up to you. I know many have refrained from using the term concentration camp, wanting to leave that particular phrase of the Holocaust, and I understand that, but... Hey, y'all! You look like you could use a hand. Thank you for the offer but we're fine. You sure? That van of yours looks pretty beat up. I work at my daddy's auto shop, and I know a thing or two about fixing cars and such. Yeah, we're sure. My, uh, son here wants to prove he can fix this thing on his own. Proving your worth to you, Pops? I get that. Good luck, my man. And if you end up needing anything, my daddy's shop's just a couple miles up the road. Yeah, uh, thanks. Good luck, guys. Anyway, whatever you may think of the dictator and his intentions with the human beings inside these border camps, you cannot sit there and say that the conditions they're living in are safe and healthy. There is an inherent danger to trying to confine people into a space that is not only too small, but doesn't have the funding or manpower to properly feed, bathe, and take care of these people. This zero-tolerance rule has taken our morals as a country and turned them on their heads, turning us into murderers. I'd go as far as to argue that even before the zero-tolerance rule, our system was overrun past the point of functionality. Hello, Valentine. Are you interrupting because you've reached the orphanage? Not exactly. An old friend of mine is giving me a ride, but I thought I'd pop in and give my two cents on the issue. Like, for instance, how our last president deported almost three million immigrants from this country and also locked border crossers in cages, too. Or that it was actually a democratic president that began rolling back tolerance for South American migrants back in the 90s. Yes, this is all true. It is. And let me guess, you weren't going to mention it. No, I wasn't. <sighs> That's what I thought. You always try and hide. Not because I was trying to hide it but because I don't see how those points are important to what's going on now. Not important? One of the main reasons our immigration system is as dysfunctional as it is is because Obama put people in cages too. He took people crossing the border and tried to hold them in these camps for as long as possible until the court stepped in and stopped them. There were already 10,000 unaccompanied kids waiting for their trials when the dictator started this no-tolerance rule. Obama did that under much different circumstances, though. When he was president, there was an influx of people attempting to cross the border in the summer of 2014. 
Numbers jumped from 50,000 of the year before to 70,000. When the dictator first entered office in 2017, there was a record low amount of people attempting to cross, which he made sure to brag about left and right. When 2018 rolled around, showing the normal numbers, dictator couldn't stand it, so he started this whole thing. I thought you would know this, Ms. Journalism. All right, but that doesn't change my point. Half of the cases that went through the federal courts during 2014 were illegal crossing cases. You just don't want to admit the Democrats can cause as much harm as the Republicans. Oh, in this case, Obama didn't cause nearly as much harm. There were lines he wasn't willing to cross. Obama made sure that those who were seeking asylum and families were not detained in the system, unless under extreme circumstances. Dictators' no-tolerance rule rolled back those checks and balances. He doesn't bother to make those hard decisions on who should and shouldn't be detained. To him, everyone is a criminal. You need to pick a side, Valentine. Standing on the fence gets us nowhere. Pick a side, MC? What kind of dystopic game of football is this? I'm a journalist. And journalism is Shush, Valentine. We have a situation. You will not tell Shut me to- Shut the fuck up, Valentine. Hello, sir. My daughter told me there was a wreck of a van stranded back here. Tried to tell me I shouldn't check it out. The second she said bullet holes, though. Well, let's just say I'm a helpful guy. Uh, can I help you with something? Looks to me like you're the ones needing my help. Name's Bill of Bill's Auto Repairs. Right up the road. Thank you for the offer, but- I didn't offer you nothing. Just made an observation. Interesting damages you got here. How'd you get them bullet holes? That's none of your concern. Bands with bullet holes outside my town are something to be concerned about. That's all I'm saying. What you got in here? I don't know who you think you are, but last I checked, you can't just go poking your nose in other people's property. Now, we appreciate your concern, but we've got this under control. No need to get all angry. I'm just doing my duty as an American citizen. There've been rebel sightings around here lately. People creeping around in the dark, making a mess of this good patriotic town. Now, if you ask me, a band with bullet holes reeks of suspicion. That's all I'm saying. We know. We've been hunting them. Oh, have you? How do you think our van got riddled with bullet holes? I don't see no guns on you. How you suspect to hunt with no guns? What do you think is in the back of the truck? I wouldn't know. You won't let me look. We don't want a good law-abiding citizen to feel the need to report to undocumented firepower. I'm not so sure. Look, let us at least get this piece of junk up and running. Then we'll bring it by your shop. You can patch up those bullet holes and poke around the back to your heart's content. Deal? Deal. But if you ain't by my shop by day's end, I'm coming back with my own undocumented firepower. I'll be seeing you. see a single soul for days and then suddenly every goddamn citizen feels like they need to be a hero. Jeez, ridiculous. We really gotta get out of here. Yes, we do. Think you can have that van up and running before it comes back? I sure hope so. Do better than hope. Anyway, where were we? We were talking about unbiased journalism. What's going on there? <sighs> Just a couple of nosy locals. And... If that's your definition of journalism, you aren't a very good journalist. <gasps> Excuse me? Do you consider your preaching last episode to be unbiased? You... You... I'm on the side of humanity! Doesn't that count for something? Ugh, your generation is so wishy-washy. 
Not everything is about feelings. Okay, Boomer. Your father would be disappointed in you. Well, Dad isn't here now, is he? No, no, he's six feet in the ground because you couldn't protect him like you said you would. Valentine. It doesn't matter anyway. I'm at the camp. You're where? Oh, did I forget to tell you? I decided to forego the orphanage and go right to the source. Valentine, this is not what we agreed on. Yeah, well, we're not gonna get anything done if we keep following your pointless rules and guidelines. I'm taking it into my own hands, MC, and you can't stop me. Valentine, come back here immediately. Let me think about that. No. You're acting like a child. How close are you on finishing that van? Shouldn't be long now. Just one more fix. Hurry up. Yes, sir. Oh, is the van giving you trouble? Not going to be able to get here and ground me like the child I am. <laughs> this isn't van. funny, Val. You're going to get yourself caught or shot. This is not a time to play around. Don't you get it, old man? I'm not playing. I'm doing my job. Yes, got it. I'm keeping you online, Val, to keep an ear on you, but we will get there and you will listen to me when we do. That's yet to be decided. Everything good? Yeah, yeah. MC's just being his paranoid self. You just watch. Those who risk shall be rewarded. How's that for some war wisdom? Mm-hmm. You ready? When you are. So, uh, sorry you had to hear all that. And thanks for the ride and for, you know, doing all this. I've got a code name for you somewhere in the back of my mind. Don't bother. What are you so nervous about? It's not like I'm gonna give you some stupid name. I'm rather good at it, actually. Just ask MC. That's not... <sighs> Worried about getting me in, huh? Yeah, me too. But we've got a foolproof plan. Almost. Nothing bad is going to happen. And just think about all the good this will do. The people deserve to see what their leader is doing behind closed doors to innocent people. No, no, that's not... Look, Valerie, I didn't have a choice. What are you talking about? We always have a choice, and we're choosing to do the right thing, like you've been doing these last few years, looking after these families as best you could. That's the thing, Val. They found out. They found out what I was doing. They... They have my family. Your family? What do you- You've got to understand. Hold on, slow down. Please, please tell me you understand. What are you saying, Sam? Oh, shit. <laughs> Stop right there. We have you surrounded. Yes, we see that. So, um, I think there's been a huge misunderstanding. You see, my friend here, he works for you. He, um, he needed a hand. Don't bother, Val. Valerie Catherine Warnkin. You're under arrest. What? Sam, what did you do? I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry, but my family, Val. Get your fucking I had hands to do off it for me my right family. now. Right Don't to touch me. Silent. Stop. Ow. Stop. Don't. Get your hands off me. You You've made a huge mistake. I'm just trying to help the people. Sir. Sir, please. Listen to me. Valentine? Valentine, what's going on? Oh, MC. Thank God. It was a trap. I was set up, MC. I'm so sorry. Uh-uh. Not so fast. You don't need this where you're going. No! Valentine! Valentine, can you hear me? MC, what's going on? They have her. Oh, God in heaven, they have her. Does that mean what I think it means? Valentine's been compromised. Well, what are we waiting for? We've got to go get her. Greg, Greg, slow down! Stop! We can't just go into a military base, no guns blazing, and rescue her. But we've got to do something. We'll only end up getting ourselves caught. 
and then we'd really be of no use to Valentine or anyone. But what are we gonna do then? We need to regroup. We need to find a base. We need to figure out where they've taken her. We've gotta find her. I told her not to do this. Why doesn't she ever listen to me? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I need a moment. Shit, this isn't good. If MC loses it, we're all screwed. Okay, well, um, I'm not sure when we'll be back, Rebels. As important as RNF is, Valentine is more so. Uh, God, if you have any idea where they might have taken her, let us know. You know how to get in contact with us. We'll be back as soon as we can, with Valentine. For now, we've got work to do. Stay safe, Rebels. This has been Episode 4 of Rebel Network Frequency, starring Greg Bistrom, Molly Jensen, Christian Duquette, Angela Juarez, Mike Carbuccia, and Greg Saskin, with special guests Jordan Volich, Alyssa Galagani, and John Toda. Rebel Network Frequency is a syntax production written by Rose Marshall. Our script was edited by Lars Stannard. The show was produced by Alyssa Galagani, edited by Devin Hoare, and wouldn't have been possible without our ever-supportive overlord, John Toda. Want more information on the show, our inspiration and research, and ways you can help the causes you care about? You can find all of this and more at our website, rebelnetworkfrequency.com. You can also like our page on Facebook at Rebel Network Frequency Podcast. Please subscribe and comment. We love to hear from you, Rebels. Tune in soon to hear more from our hosts as they navigate the shadows of this new America. Thanks again for listening.